Decorex is your destination for design inspiration. Back for its 44th edition, take this chance to reunite with the luxury interiors industry at Olympia London from the 9th to the 12th of October. Take a peek upstairs at Decorex, a new area of the show housing special features and exhibitor stands. There, you will be met with a series of immersive dining scapes created by hand-picked designers and live-making spaces, where talented artisans will demonstrate the skills behind their craft. You can also attend the much-anticipated Design Talks programme in partnership with Cole & Son. Each talk will be led by experts in the field covering a multitude of topics including emotion in design, trends in hospitality, growing your business and working with colour. Decorex 2022 will also see the relaunch of their VIP lounge created by De Rosa Saar, while the central bar will be crafted by Cardin Cunetti. For four days there will be countless opportunities to network, explore the latest product collections and catch up with your peers. Secure your ticket for Europe's leading high-end design event. Visit Decorex.com for details. Hello everybody and welcome to this special episode of the interior design business. My name is Jeff Hayward and in this show we're looking forward to Decorex, Europe's leading event for interior design professionals, which opens its doors at Olympia London on Sunday the 9th of October, running until Wednesday the 12th of October. So what can we expect from Decorex 2022? Let's find out from a number of the key figures taking part in this year's event. Welcome to the interior design business. My name is Beth and Laura Wood, and I would describe my business as being a mixed discipline practice. I go through um, from all different scales of objects, from things like tea sets and handbag handles to sonography installations and larger sculptural pieces alongside the more kind of traditional furniture um, or lighting based works that come from that industry as well. Decorex approached me earlier in the year um, and invited me to work with them on the identity and a um, graphical pattern for the fair. I've previously uh, shown at the fair as part of uh, the Future Heritage Project. I very much enjoyed being part of their exhibition uh, at that time. And so when they invited me to do the identity, this also was a very interesting uh, challenge because it's a mix between, obviously, it's a fair about objects, which I have um, a large part of my practice that I do the object, but then um, working on a 2D identity that has a physicality and movement working with the Ink Valley um, to, to make animations and this kind of uh, living graphic, moving graphic that is used to kind of celebrate the fair. Decorex is back in this beautiful space in Kensington, Olympia, which is one of these wonderful metal and glass predominantly buildings that has this amazing curved uh, roof. And at the end, there's there's a really gorgeous, almost three-dimensional kind of zigzagging glass facade. And I, I really wanted to take reference from this kind of the, the structure of the building and the, the kind of physicality of the building. And when I was doing a walk around of the space, hearing a little bit about what it's been uh, used for in the past and also this lovely story of how um, at certain times of the year the light coming through the glass kind of makes this amazing kind of lilac haze vista from the the back 
um, because of the, the color of the setting sun. I love the idea of kind of rooting the, the identity that I was going to design to be an abstraction of, of this building. And as always, when I um, kind of start on, on more pattern-based things, I often start drawing uh, by hand or with pencils. And somehow this mashup between this lovely glass arrays that I was wanting to reference this kind of architectural style of drawing and then all these kind of colourful pencil sharpenings. I like the idea of mixing those two kind of big scale and small scale things to make these kind of architectural sharpenings, let's say, um, that make the bulk of the pattern. I wanted to try and find a way to do a slightly different interpretation that maybe had more of a connection to uh, still with the building, but the kind of the fact that it's now housing furniture and objects of the home. So that's why I wanted to keep these kind of architectural and then the small scale kind of domestic, you know, the humble pencil, which in itself is a really amazing um, designed object tool for, for creating. And then has this kind of, wiggly um, zigzagging edge that you often see that comes from the um, the changing of form from like that kind of octagon or hexagon profile depending on your pencil preferences and by sharpening it it, it unravels it and gives you this whole different pattern and I love that so yeah hopefully I've managed to find another way of um, making an interpretation along that theme over the kind of the physicality of the space and also decorates itself I love that kind of communal mixing of um, creativity that you get in, in a fair like decorex and I think um, you know we've we've had a reduction let's say of our access to these kind of gatherings uh, for the last couple of years. I think for me, it's not necessarily just like one thing, but it's that mix of everything together and getting a kind of snapshot over what's going on within this design and interiors universe in this particular period of time. At DecorX this year, I, of course, will uh, visit Anna Glover, who did the identity uh, the previous year, because I really got to uh, know and, and like her uh, wall covering. So it would be exciting to see what she's been working on next. I like the look of um, the RSN Embroidery Studios uh, space. Also, the Making Spaces area seems very exciting. I always love to watch craft in action and kind of obsessively understand how things are actually made. So for me, that's that's always um, such a great opportunity when you get to be welcomed into the world of a maker and see them uh, using their hands or their specialist tools to do their trade. My name is Audrey Cardin of Cardin Cagnetti. We are interior designers. We've been in the business for over 25 years. Um, we mostly work high-end residential and we are very excited to be collaborating on this Decorex 2022. Uh, I'm Eleanor Cagnetti. I'm the other half of Cardin Cagnetti. We're designing the Champagne Bar, which is in the centre of Olympia, which is a the, the main area where everybody congregates. It's also where they have a party. Um, and also I think a lot of other events. We were excited to be chosen to design the bar. And Eleanor did say what had taken them so long to approach us for that, because we feel we're ideally qualified <laughs> to uh, help um, design a bar where, which is, um, you know, made to um, entertain, have fun, and, you know, give a little bit of, um, you know, rest and respite from Decorex itself. <laughs> 
I went to Dakar because I wanted to build a tower in the middle of, of Olympia. I wanted to have something that was really special and maybe somewhere people you know, could go climb up to. And then they, they promptly cut that down due, due to health and safety reasons. But there is something special that will be happening in the bar, which we're not going to disclose. So the inspiration is Italian aperitivo, which is the special time in when you go to Italy before dinner, where you sit and have a drink and maybe a little snack. And we just thought that was a great source of inspiration for the cocktail bar. So we're hoping we can sell Campari and soda and Negronis and other type of Italian cocktails with Cicchetti and Prosecco, and it will have that kind of Italian flair. And part of the reason that we decided um, to go with this Italian feel was that just before we were asked, we were already um, on our way to the Saloni Milan, which had obviously hadn't been in its um, form for a few years. So we were very excited about that. So our Milanese um, idea with this um, Italian feel to the bar is kind of where that all came from. We are building quite a big structure which needs support. So obviously health and safety is a massive issue. We've been back and forth working with Decrex to make it safe. Um, that is a very exciting, but it, you know, we do want sort of volume and height to it. You have to keep it open. There's a lot of, you know, there are design restrictions. And then, uh, you know, we're asking all, all the suppliers uh, who can supply the furniture to, to seat the huge amount of people that actually go there because it's actually about 100 people that we needed to seat. And we've just been, in fact, somebody just called now. We've had amazing contributions from all the suppliers who are donating things um, to make it really an exciting space. So we hope it's, we hope our vision will come up, come true. The Decadex team themselves, obviously they've been doing this for years and it's a very slick, well-oiled, um, you know, organization. So when we ask, well, what about this? They usually have an answer. Yeah, we're trying to make an experience. I think, you know, it is possible to set up a completely amazing, magical space in a few days. I would want to go and sit down for a, you know, a quick 20 minute stopover with my team and amongst like, you know, doing all our, uh, yeah. you know, sourcing. So that, and, and just something that's quite fun. Yeah. I know all the young designers are absolutely web based and they, you know, they look at a brochure, etc. But I don't think there's any, um, you can't beat it. If you want to go and sit on a sofa and try the comfort, if you want to go and lie on a bed, you want to see a beautiful light that's been made, you know, designed in Brit, but might, you know, all different components, like for instance, Jay Adams, like some of the glasses from Czechoslovakia. And you get to know the backstory of the products that you then place in your projects. So I think you have to, I think these trade fairs are absolutely essential for our industry. There's always someone new, there's new suppliers. I know there's new people exhibiting this year. So, you know, there's always something new and exciting. And I think that, you know, we have to be on top of what's happening. Even if you see three things that are new and fantastic, then it's worth going. So I am Natasha Dartnell and I own ND Studios, um, which is an interior design, interior architectural company, which started up in 2013. And we design bespoke houses, for all around the world, really. We have been asked to be involved and participate in the dining scapes, um, which means creating a dining room set up, um, quite a nice size stand of seven meters by four meters, 
and it's just showcasing the dining room and I think that's a really lovely thing to do after COVID now everyone's getting together again and eating and bringing everyone into the houses and enjoying their homes again it's a really lovely theme and a really lovely room set up to actually be involved in as well so actually it can be family orientated be friends orientated so it's a really lovely um idea we're kind of just going to base it on what our true ethos is as a company so it's kind of looking at fine craftsmanship vintage um antique items natural finishes and sustainability really which is our whole ethos of our company and what how we design for our current clients as well there is going to be pops of color in quite unusual artwork there is going to be beautiful stone used and lovely um a lot of timber a lot of handcrafted timber a little bit of the rattan which is very much in vogue at the moment um, it will be very natural, very neutral with those pops of colour that come out in the artwork as well. I think it's important because it can be a really formal place, but it can also be a real family atmosphere as well. And being, you know, I, we've, I come from a very large family and we kind of have a small family at the moment. But it's just it brings everyone together, family, friends, all ages. Can sit, I like tables where everyone can sit and everyone can share. You can have the children at one end, the adults at the other there's everything going on in that room and just bringing every single element of age and the discussions you have around a dining table are just incredible as well. I mean, in other rooms, there's movement, there's other things to distract you, but the dining table is an area where everyone is kind of sitting opposite each other. You're fully engaged in what's going on as well. And I just think it's a really lovely area to base this design scope on, as I said before, especially because of the whole COVID issues and these areas, this room is a kind of like room that brings everyone together again and have everyone has quite great debates about the whole COVID situation in these rooms as well. So I just, I think it's just a really lovely atmosphere to be in. <laughs> now we can all be together again. Now it's not, not just the immediate family. Now we can bring all your friends and other family members into it as well. So um love finding kind of the new new small suppliers that I've never seen before I, mean, I think the last Decorex found a lovely supplier based in Portugal and have already put placed some of their dining chairs actually in a client's house which is fantastic also really love just meeting up with old suppliers I haven't seen for ages and re-socializing and rekindling all those sparks again with other suppliers that you may have kind of just forgotten about or haven't used for a while and then and just seeing all their new things that they're coming up with and just it's lovely to socialise in the bar that they have there as well. So it's just a really lovely place to be. Alidad, I set up my company in back in 1985. Um, I used to work at Sotheby's. Um, I used to um, basically do the antique textiles and Islamic objects and art. And uh, literally, I switched from one day to the next, and um, the rest is history. We've got about 10 people here, but we've got uh, a number of people who sort of around us, but outside, if you like. But we've got a, about 10 people in the office. We only do residential. We're probably talking about Decorex, but there's a group of us who've done this online course with the Create Academy has been very exciting to do. So I'm, I'm one of these people who likes sharing what I know with people. And um, I've always enjoyed doing that. So it's been, a, you know, 
quite a few lectures and all sorts of talks in the past. And then when this opportunity came to do a, a sort of online course, um, I found that very exciting because then I could actually um, share a lot more and it was going to stay and people could actually tap into it and um, hopefully learn from it. And for me, when I share ideas is that I, I learn something always from it. You know, I sort of, because you've got to think, you've got to, and with me, uh, my interiors are very complicated. They've got, you know, many patterns and colors and all sorts of um, layers and um, uh, antiques mixed together. And, you know, it's, it's like um, an evolved house that has been, has gone through many, many generations that different people have added their own input. And we sort of create that from scratch, which makes life difficult. I'm talking on the 12th of October. I think the group of us who are doing it, we've all done our own course with the Create Academy. But because we're very different people with very different styles, um, I think the interaction is going to be quite interesting. Designers should attend because um, we should learn every day of our life. It, you can't sit and say, oh, I'm so-and-so, I've learned it all and... Uh, I don't need to learn anymore. I'm one of those people who wants to learn every day. And this is a perfect opportunity when you've got different people with different styles and different outlooks and different um, ways of life interacting with each other. There couldn't be anything better. I think if, you're, if you are keen on becoming, becoming a good interior designer or if you're interested in interior design and want to learn about it, by listening to a lot of people, you, first of all, you've, Find out about yourself and your interests and what, um, you know, what direction you want to take, especially when you're starting. You know, it depends where you are in your life. But I think even if somebody who's very experienced, there's always a lot to learn. Um, and um, for me, it's something that is, uh, I'm obsessed by it. I, I need to be able to say this week I learned a few things. And quite often is not just reading, by reading that you learn things, it's by interaction, by listening. I'm a sort of a visual person. Um, and by, say, looking at slides or by looking at uh, whatever, and I'm one of these people who likes listening, uh, that's how I get a lot of my information. I mean, if you are an established decorator, you always should find out what is new on the market and what, you know, what's happening. And decorate is a very good moment, you know, in life um, once a year that so many different people come together. It's not just fabrics, it's not just trimmings, it's all sorts of finishes, it's also it's it's so multidimensional. Even for me, I want to know what what is new, you know, what new products have been produced. And people are always breaking barriers because you know that's how you sell if you've got the same old thing okay it will sell probably if it's good but it really is so much more exciting when you see something that is really new and you can interpret it your own way I mean that's what I'm interested in when I see a new surface that is being I don't know whether it's concrete or whether it's gesso or whatever um I will interpret it my own way, but the fact that it's something new, it excites me.
My name is Max De Rose, and I'm a director of De Rose Saar. We're architects and interior designers. There's a, an interest in our studio of how people live, um, how we can improve that. Um, it overlaps slightly with lifestyle, you know, with with atmosphere, and, and just um, there are so many points whereby having um, an architecturally designed or an interior designed space you know, adds quality of life. And those are the things that motivate us in our studio and, and that drive us. My name's Claire Saar. I'm co-director of De Rose Saar um, Architectural Interior Practice. So, I mean, we were to totally chuffed to be invited by Decorex to do this uh, VIP lounge. Um, we don't know really if it's a sort of curse or a blessing, but but I think, you know, I all these things are always a challenge and they're interesting and and they've been great we've had various meetings with them and you know we've we've been set a sort of blank canvas quite a huge space to be honest 12 by 16 meters for a vip lounge is tricky especially when you have in a vip lounge actually fairly little fairly little context because it's not like you've been given a room that might have doors or windows We've got this volume, um, so so, um, and I'm not exactly sure why they they asked us to do it, but I'm I'm hoping they might have asked us to do it because of this uh, kind of blend of of sort of architecture and interiors, and and our approach has very much been to to say, well, we're architects, and so we're going to add a little bit more, perhaps a bit more rigor and think about I mean we're not going to modify the volume too much but we may sort of try to subdivide it and you know uh, so 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 we're sort of got, we've gone on a kind of interesting interesting kind of process of presenting a concept to them which they they really loved and then we've gone on a sort of scavenging hunt to see what we can get for free and and the ambition is definitely to to make this feel like the most sort of luxurious expensive space that cost kind of absolutely nothing so uh people it's funny people have been uh you know some people have been quite sort of generous and, and up for collaborating but you know you do the budget as with all these things is very limited so we've had to be quite creative about uh what we apply and how we apply it and you know were money no object we may not have ended up where we think we're going to end up but i think um having constraints is always it sometimes can be a can be a positive thing or having parameters to work within can, can be a positive thing because it forces decisions collaboration is quite an important part of of what we do and and i think even though we are the kind of lead designer it's not just about us uh, my family is actually from belgium claire's is from portugal so we initially decided let's try and approach people uh, suppliers from those two countries um and see whether you know we can highlight a little bit what they're doing um so there are some suppliers that are going to be uh that we're collaborating with and who will be supplying certain things for the lounge from then i've found with this process the design has developed uh maybe not quite where we thought it would be but it has its own characteristics which uh, which will be which are very enjoyable the challenge with these big spaces you know the 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 rectangle is that you end up with a collection of, of objects and, and, and surfaces and materials that um, look wonderful, but they, we felt very strongly that there needed to be an idea, um, a concept, as Claire was saying, that pulls everything together and gives it a reason for being there. And when we were researching, 
searching, you know, what should, what, what is a lounge? What, what does it do? Um, we felt, we thought that the airport model was quite interesting because there, there are these huge spaces. And then in fact, by using geometry and repetition um, and a certain organizational pattern, it starts to organize the space. Um, so this, you know, these are the areas where you can sit, this is where you walk through. And, and suddenly it becomes quite a lot easier um, to start applying the design. And then when we're talking to suppliers, we're like, okay, it's not a question of what can you give us? It's this is what we're looking for. And so it helps to start the conversations of, we need eight um, coffee tables because you know our plan, um, the layouts that we've come up with requires that. Uh, so I've, I think, and this spills over to a lot of our projects where we try and enter into it with, with some kind of conceptual um, big idea to help us, um, to help the direction in a way. I'm Rita Koenig. I've spent most of my career as an interior designer, but also writing that sort of gave me this other angle to decorating which was informing which led me to teaching and that then led to doing the create academy courses the lockdown did get people quite into these online courses and learning and and doing things and it's a bit like watching a box set but informative the talk this year at decorex that i'm involved with is going to be at midday on the 12th of october it's called the learning revolution and is going to be hosted by Katrina Burroughs from the Sunday Times. And I will be on a panel with fabulous Avidad, Annie Sloan and Kate Watson-Smythe. And we'll be talking about these interior design online courses and how they're influencing both clients and designers. I'm always amazed by the sort of breadth of different people that are using it, that there are designers using the courses. Um, they're actually really, useful for clients you know not just people who want to decorate for themselves and want to learn how to do it themselves for their own projects but I'm always delighted when a client has listened to the course because so much of it also informs that relationship with between the interior designer and the client and I think when they've heard you talk objectively and independently about that relationship and also about what to expect when you're decorating it sounds more believable than when you're standing in the room saying to somebody but this is how it goes and this is what you need to expect it's amazing I think probably in any industry when you all get together because you immediately start sharing whatever's going on and a problem shared is a problem halved and we find out from one another that either that we get actually go through the same things and that if somebody else is going through it, how they deal with it or what. So it's always interesting to be designers with designers. That's what Decorex sort of serves up for us is a place where everybody can gather because there aren't many opportunities for that. I think that's really great. And that is one of the sort of really terrific things that Decorex offers. Thank you so much to all our contributors today. We hope you're as excited and inspired to visit Decorex 2022 as we are. 
Remember, we're hosting a live audience special at 2 p.m. on Tuesday, the 11th of October in the Talks Theatre with Paolo Machino and Philip Vergalen and my co-host Susie Wumbold, where we'll explore some of the most unexpected moments in their careers. We hope to see as many listeners as possible in the Talks Theatre for this podcast recording. In the meantime, you can join the Interior Design Business community on Instagram and Facebook at Interior Design Business Pod and on LinkedIn at the Interior Design Business. This episode of the Interior Design Business is a Wildwood production.